Another episode of Talking Yanks Players Profiles and Projections because we got two fellas on this episode. Little uh, end of the bullpen. I was going to say slop, but like. We've got the slop coming. They've been MLB guys. We got more coming because of injuries. These guys seemingly might make the roster. I think Albert Abreu will because he's out of options. Greg Weissert. People are projecting to, and and he could. He was part of the team last year. It's Weissert and Abreu. Jake, your two favorite players. Which one are you talking about when you said your favorite player? My two favorite players. Um, I think it starts with Albert Abreu for me. Uh, it was a funky, it was a funky year for Albert Abreu and the Yankees, Jim, um, because he was traded for Jose Trevino. Who won the Platinum Glove right before the season, um, along with Robbie Alstrom. I don't want that left out. Um, the Texas Rangers then traded him to the Kansas City Royals for Johansi Morel. Your Johansi Morel. Mm-hmm. They waved him. They say, we're out, Albert. And then the Yankees picked him back up. And then they ran him. Um, and he had a couple really solid stretches for the Yankees. When did the Yankees pick him up? Do you know do you have the month or whatever? He was picked up June 21st. He was selected off waivers from the Kansas City Royals. Very interesting. Because Matt Blake, Matt Blake him. Excuse me? For all the other teams, Rangers, Royals, he was a four-pitch pitcher. Uh, Up until June 12th, the sinker was his most used pitch in most games, not every game, at 35%. When the Yankees got him back on the 21st, and then June 23rd, he makes his first appearance for the Yankees. He becomes 70% sinker from there on out. Throw that one good pitch, which he didn't really have the year prior when he was with the Yankees or he was slider sinker. So they did bring him back. You know, if he, if he didn't have the history of getting DFA, getting DFA, getting DFA, if this was another pitcher, right, that was just out there that the Yankees, we didn't know the history and the Yankees went and they just got him. And then they said, Oh, but yeah, we have a trick for you. We're going to have you throw that pitch. We would be a little bit like, oh, yeah, Blake found another dude he's going to fix. But because we kind of know that they've, like, come and gone on him, we've seen him do well and bad, we don't have that same kind of um, enthusiasm that you had when they got Clay and when they get some other guys. Well, technically, the Yankees haven't come and gone on them. That's been a little bit of a half myth. Um, His biggest thing was blocking Marinaccio during the August times, which sucked, but, again, that became a roster option thing. The Yankees traded him. For Trevino, who yeah. ended up being... They were going to have to DFA him, probably, or keep or cockroach him. Right. Um, so then he got DFA'd by the Royals. So the Yankees snagged him back up. So the Yankees, in theory, have been in on Albert this whole time. Um, there was a little bit of Avarex with Albert Bray last season, which our fans all know about that, because he comes over 
And he has a beautiful stretch leading up to the trade deadline. Uh, 14 games, 17 innings, a 106 ERA. Um, and, you know, some of those are eighth inning spots um, for Albert Abreu that the Yankees then trade deadline passes. Albert Abreu doesn't have options. Marinaccio does. Uh, Marinaccio goes down when he'd been a, a better pitcher than Albert Abreu. And Albert Abreu has a bad August. Um, that felt like we were getting tortured. Um, so there's stuff to like about Albert Braves. 27, I mean, the fastball velo, he sits at 98. It's 98 percentile fastball velo. Like you said, uh, the slider has really good numbers against it, a 125 batting average against. You'd, you'd probably like to see he threw that at 29% last year. Um, you'd probably like to see that number go up. Because that number goes up, and that should probably even help the fastball even more. Because you can't sit on that. Um, so, it feels like he's a fastball slider guy, which is supposed to be Matt Blake's bread and butter. He's 27. Uh, his biggest thing is he's wild. It, it seems like he's doesn't fully know where it's going. But, also, his stuff can be good enough that he could be almost like an aim for the middle pitcher, and we can make this work that... I don't know. I, I If we did his PPP or this combined PPP a couple weeks ago, we would have said, how long is he going to cockroach? Now, I mean, it looks like he's got a cockroach path to victory. Yeah, and I like that the Yankees have a plan for him. Like, throw that sinker more. He was a sinker ball pitcher that wasn't getting a ground ball uh, rate above 50, which isn't a good formula. But once he came back from the Yankees, I believe that rate went up to like 55 once they said, throw the sinker way more. 70% of the time, throw that pitch. And then also his um, his walk rate changed after that. He started throwing strikes more. I mean. Which is like some, the Matt Blake full recipe. Yeah. I mean, in Texas, he had a 28.6% walk rate. And I think with the Yankees in his first like two months with them, it was under 10. Yeah. You just throw that pitch. That's. Clay Holmes, Wandy, they they were wild and they threw more pitches. <laughs> they said throw your good pitches and be less wild, dude. Yeah. That's your best way to have a chance. So I don't know. I I mean there's there's some glimmering hope with Albert Abreu that he could be a nice storyline of the season or he could be kind of absent and not a part of it at all. A couple bad weeks. Yeah. Relief life, baby. That's all it is. What are his uh, spring training stats for Albert? They're using him, and they're using him oh. um, after starters. Albert Abreu, four games, 5.2 innings, two hits, no walks, no earned runs. How many strikeouts? Not a lot, right? Two. Two. Yeah, he's a ground ball pitcher now. So, pitch to your strength. He came in after Clark against in that Braves game. He went one inning pitched. Then with one K, um, let's see. I was just they were using him, kind of in a way they would use a guy that they like because in spring training all the good hitters hit for the first three innings and then they get out of there, especially early on. So it, the higher up you go, throw a guy, the more you want him to face MLB hitters. In his second game, he came out after Lou Trevino. And pitched the second inning. Again, one inning pitch, zero hits, zero walks, zero K. So just ground balls in play, probably. Peppering him. 
Yeah, he's going to get some run. And I think he's going to be a guy they look at to be um, a mop-up guy in some way. You look at King and Trevino. Those are guys they use when when runners are on base, get that ground ball, turn two uh, situation. Also wonder how much the shift helps or hurts him being such a ground ball guy. Now, that's something across baseball we don't know. Like, do you want guys that pitchers that get the ball on the ground that much now? Or is those going to result in way more hits because you can't really see calibrate for them? Lionel Messi. Two innings pitched after Rodon pitched. Zero hits, zero walks, zero strikeouts, zero runs. So that's six batters face, six balls in play outs. Leaning into it. Don't worry about it. That's kind of cool. All right. Maybe I'm getting interested. Do we have... I think I know the answer, and I don't think I love the answer, but I want to ask. Are there any heartstrings with Albert Abreu? No. 1.2 innings pitch, two hits, one K. White Sox game he came in? Extra innings, the 10th inning, he got the save. That's going back to 2021 when he was cockroaching. Um, and he had a stretch where the Yankees bullpen like leaned on him. I don't know him and heel. We've got a. Uh, we've got, I'm sure some people do. We got a little bit of a shield for Albert Abreu. Um, uh, some people might. It it just seems like he's the type of pitcher that you know. He's it's part incredible of incredible that. that Sessa broke through. It's it's risky to hold your he, heart like that. He's part of that 2016. Like Yankees sold, and he's one of the pro- he's a prospect they got for Brian McCann. So, mm. kind of cool connection to some stuff. But I wouldn't say heartstrings, but interested. He wasn't good down the stretch last year in August. Yeah, got hurt. Yeah, and it was like velo dipped and stuff. It wasn't completely phantom. All that. Then he came back for the last game of the season, <laughs> I think, or something like that. Big game that day. But yeah, he had a Rangers. August was tough. All right, so Abreu's going to be on the roster. He's going to be throwing the, the sinker or the two-seam, whatever you want to call it, and uh, burning some worms in the infield. How about this? My SeatGeek code JOMBOY preseason where you get 15% off. Yep. And we've been doing some over-unders and stuff. Um, download the SeatGeek app. Um, they... Really easy. Green means good. Red means bad. They show you the tickets. Go get the green tickets. That means good. They give it a score, too. It's easy. Easy Easy money. Uh, So, John Boy Preston, 15% off with SeatGeek. Go to Uh, something. For Albert Abreu, I want him to give me a little heartstrings. You know? Give me a little personality or give give me a couple moments this year where I'm like, all right, Albert Abreu, you're on the team. Grow a funny mustache. Look Look like a cop. Is that what you're asking him? No. I'm o- I'm open. Okay. I'm open. Okay. I'm not saying I'm not. Speaking of cops. Ooh. Greg Weiser. Yeah. Now that's a guy with some personality. Fordham guy. Went to school in the Bronx. Has a mustache. Looks like a cop. Sweepy slider. Sweepy slider. I don't know if I... Believe in his slider, which I think is going to shock a lot of people because it's very fun to look at. Well, if they're talking Yanks listeners, I don't think they're shocked. But if they're new. You think a lot of Yankees people don't believe in his slider? 
No, you hammered it pretty home. Last if they listened year. last year, you like this isn't the first time you said it. Oh, I well, I remember saying like Carlos, like good hitters were going to adjust. Um, you weren't a big fan of his slider last year. Looks cool. It looks very cool. Um, it gets results. I just think good hitters. It's just it's it's um. It's a fine line. It's almost like a blitz ball slider where either you throw it on that perfect thread and it is unhittable. Right. You get it like one rotation a little less on the wrong line and it is fat to righties. Feels like hitters can get a good look at it. Because so slow. Because you see it sweeping. Yes. Um, now, I, I wonder... How they use Weissert if he becomes a righty lefty type guy? Because I believe the slider, or I believe he's good against lefties when he doesn't throw the slider. Sure, when he throws the sinker in the fourth. Because I remember his sinker is actually pretty nice. I don't. Um, Ninety-five mile per hour sinker. He was the Triple A closer for a while last yeah. year, and he was racking up good stats. We were excited oh. to see him when he came up, and he's got kind of the weird stance on the mound, which we don't love. Yeah, he had a really tough first outing, right, in yeah. Oakland, and then he, he persevered past that, so good job by him. He was really good against lefties last year. I don't think he gave up a hit. Sure. I think he was uh, 20 plate appearances or something like that and no hits. Why not? So I don't know what his minor league splits were in that regard, but that's pretty good because who else? Canely's out. Wandy's good both ways. So good lefties. Or did he just not face great lefties? It would be interesting. 14 at bats. His sinker to right, he's got got beat up a little bit, but um, the expected numbers are better than the actual numbers. I mean, it's a 429 batting average against his sinker to righties, but expected batting average 190. So I don't really know what that means. Is he going to be the most up-down guy this year? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't um, break camp in the bullpen. They say... Right, he could not. They want him to go be the closer, like go pitch in high leverage and and go there. I think he's going to uh, be on the roster, but I'm not sure. Um, Yeah, I guess the first question with him is, is he going to break camp? Like, do do they give one of their rehab guys... I say rehab guys... uh, Reborn guys, a Jimmy Cordero, a James Norwood, a shot. Or are they going to say, no, Weiss Dog, go get it and be the seventh guy in the pen? I don't know. I don't know. I, they're definitely going to use his options. He's going to be up and down. Um, I guess we'll see if anything else breaks the end of this season. I, I feel like for the Yankees in their bullpen, they'd almost rather reward one of these veteran guys like a Jimmy Cordero, uh, if if they like how they've looked this spring training, and, you know, Weissert knows he's going to get the call at some point, but I don't know. I You wouldn't be shocked if he's on the opening day roster either. He struck out Matthew Lugo. Looking or swinging? Looking. Hoo-hoo. Struck out Mason Wynn. Oh, Struck cars. out Moises Gomez. Ooh. Ooh. Curtis Mead homered on off of him though. Ah, that's right. <laughs> Those are the righties. I'm trying to uh Ray's third baseman, Curtis Mead, if I remember correctly. 
Don't I have that. Rays. I don't know. They play everybody everywhere. There so was, he's faced uh, an even amount lefties righties in spring so far. Obviously, you're not going to like platoon a guy in spring that much. Got to got to see what you got. And he's given up to lefties. He's given up one hit. C.J. Abrams, oh, got him. Abrams and Mead might be good left side of the infield guys very soon. So, so that's Weissert. I mean, he's going to be up and down. His slider scares me against good righties. Yeah, you see it. I don't know if the numbers are there yet to reflect it. It's a very small sample size. It's just, uh, I guess I should say, I think you can get it by good righty once. Okay. But like, I believe it was the Correa bat when we were there, doubleheader against the Twins. When I said, oh, I don't think you should throw that again to him. We were at one, and then we went the next, or we were watching the next day, too. And yeah. Tough matchup. Carlos Correa, tough matchup for a lot of guys. But, um, you know, and there's there's some science to what you're saying, too. I mean, I, I think it's the difference between the fastball and the slider is like 13 miles per hour, which, again, can be a good thing. But also, like you're saying, if a good hitter can read that and see where it's going to end up. Interesting to watch. All right, so I just found something that he's doing pitch mix-wise this spring. He's To righties, he's throwing his four-seam fastball, not his two-seam fastball to righties, at least according to Baseball Savant stats, which is, like I said, it got hit decently last year. So that's a change he might be making. Or that's, yeah. I don't know. I can't deep dive too much, I guess. I'm already deeper than I should be. Love you. Very exciting slider visually. It's pretty cool. Cool if it's a real weapon. Get in the warehouse, Greg. You'd be good in there. No, that was to lefties he's throwing the four seam. What? His sinker was great versus lefties last year. Oh, nice. But he's not throwing this year. Uh, it don't make no sense. 